Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With you with another episode of the Steelers Burning Question, if you're new to the show. This is a weekly show I do by myself, a solo show where I take one topic that I find intriguing, typically a question, hence the name of the show, the Steelers Burning Question, and I ask the audience what they think. Now, if you're watching live on YouTube, head over to the live chat. I want to know what you think about these questions. And also, in the second half of the show is where I answer some questions from the fans. Now, there is a lot of stuff going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Free agent pickups, free agents lost, trades, you name it, it's going on. And I'm sure you have questions, but hold those until the end of the show. If you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, you can find us on YouTube by searching BTSC Steelers radio before i get started i want to give a big shout out to all my fellow podcasting partners here on this platform lance williams my co-host on the standard is a standard who also has his own show yeah i said it which you can get on our audio platforms anywhere where you search for podcasts i'll just search Steelers, and you'll find our feed right there the behind the steel curtain.com podcast feed also brian anthony davis anthony defeo uh, dave schofield all do a phenomenal job make sure you check them out as well Now let's get to the question. If you haven't figured it out yet, the Steelers are now down two killer bees. So Martavis Bryant has been gone. Ben Roethlisberger is still around. Chris Boswell, who knows what's going on with that guy, but Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are gone. Antonio Brown was traded to the Oakland Raiders. 
And we talked about that at length on the standard as a standard. If you want to hear our thoughts, my thoughts, Lance's thoughts on that, you can go and check out that podcast. That's live on YouTube. And Le'Veon Bell yesterday signed a long-term contract, four-year deal with the New York Jets. I'm not here to talk specifics so much about those deals, about those players. The question at hand is, who will the Steelers miss the most, Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell? That's the burning question this week. Who will the Steelers miss the most, Brown or Bell? Now, I, I know the clientele that listen to these shows, especially those that are on YouTube that participate in the live chat, I understand exactly what you all do. And your first inclination, I guarantee, is to say neither. That's not an option, folks. There's no C. If A is Brown, B is Bell, there is no C for neither. It's one or the other. And that makes it difficult. And then I think well, on the on the top of that, you have the people that say, okay, I don't want either of these guys, but if they had to choose one, immediately they think Antonio Brown. Why? Because Le'Veon Bell sat out the entire 2018 season. And something that I've said on numerous platforms and on numerous occasions, is that Steeler fans were so mad at Le'Veon Bell when he sat out and continued to hold out and continued to hold out to the point where he absolutely sat out the whole season, well then, they almost downplayed how good he was in their mind. People saw James Conner running well, and they thought, Le'Veon Bell's not that good. Folks, both of these players are all pro players. Not Pro Bowl stuff. To me, the Pro Bowl designation has been drugged through, dragged through the mud on numerous occasions, whether it's someone like Juju Smith-Schuster, who was not a Pro Bowl, an initial Pro Bowl nod, did not get the nod. He got in because Antonio Brown said he wasn't going. So technically, Juju Smith-Schuster is a Pro Bowler, but is he really a Pro Bowler because he wasn't voted in initially? Same can be said for other players. T.J. Watt went as an alternate. I don't like the Pro Bowl stuff, okay? But when you get that all-pro designation, to me, that's legit. If you're an all-pro, whether it's first team, second team, doesn't matter, that's legit. You have supplanted yourself as one of the top players at your position in the entire league. Doesn't matter who's gone to the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter who's hurt and isn't playing in the Pro Bowl. That is just a piece of paper. This team is the best of the best, and those two players were on that list at least at one time or another. That means that they are phenomenal football players. I can't stand either of these guys. Let me get that off out right away, and if you listen to other shows, you know that I can't stand either of these guys, but at the same time, I'm not naive enough, I'm not hard-headed enough to say that I personally don't think that they were that good because that's ridiculous. These guys were great. They were great. Antonio Brown's nine years were phenomenal in Pittsburgh, but the way that he left has left an extremely sour taste in everyone's mouth. So back to the question, who will the Steelers miss more? If you're in the live chat right now, feel free to go ahead and let me know what you think. Then at the time, at the same time, if you're listening in an audio platform, let's say you're on behindthesteelcurtain.com, Go down to the comment section and let us know there. Who will they miss more? I look at this as on-field production. Okay, so on-field production, again, Le'Veon Bell missed the entire 2018 season, so we have to go back to 2017 
when we're talking about statistics, and I'm not going to be crunching a bunch of numbers here, people. That's just not my shtick. So with that said, I'm looking at, okay, short-term, long-term, who are they going to miss the most? Because both of these players, and you know, I talked to Dave Schofield on the phone today, and he is a co-host of the Steelers Preview, which will air tomorrow night, Thursday night, here live on YouTube as well as on our podcast platforms. But he said, I, I posed this question to him, and he said right away, well, it's easy, Antonio Brown. I said, ah, but wait a second, Dave, wait a second. He said, well, James Conner played so well. I suppose so did Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster had more receiving yards than Antonio Brown. He didn't have more touchdowns, but he had more receiving yards. He also won the most valuable player for the team. And so he's, we started talking. The more we started talking, he started hearing my side of this, and that's James Conner ran well, but even though James Conner did well receiving, let's be honest, he's not as good a receiver as Le'Veon Bell is or was. We don't know what he's like anymore. Okay, so James Conner's great. I love James Conner. He is one of my favorite new players on the team. I love watching him run the football. But at the same time, I'm not going to kid myself to think that he is at Le'Veon Bell's level yet. Still has a lot of work to do because what Le'Veon Bell did, in my opinion, he was a three-prong, four-star, five-star, whatever, however many stars they give high school kids coming out and going into college. He was the best of the best at A, running the football, B, pass protection, and C, as a receiving threat. And he wasn't just your emergency you know, safety valve, check the ball down to Le'Veon Bell. He was a, we're going to split you out wide, not in a bunch formation, not in the flanker position. We're going to put you out wide and have you attack a cornerback. I'll never forget in the playoff loss to the Jaguars in 2017, he caught a touchdown pass. That was a very difficult catch on a legitimate cornerback in the National Football League. Not a safety, not a linebacker. That's what Le'Veon Bell could do. He brought a new, an abs- a new f- aspect of your offense that you probably never had before. Okay, so Le'Veon Bell, phenomenal talent. Antonio Brown. The thing about Antonio Brown is even though his production was was matched and transcended by Juju Smith-Schuster this season, the one thing that you can't deny is the attention that he drew from the opposing defense. Every single time they, they played anybody, he was double-teamed, triple-teamed. I'll never forget watching some plays as I watched film of, I want to say it was three years ago, so we might be at 2016. <laughs> the Steelers went to Baltimore and lost a game. That's not that's not uh, crazy because they don't do well in Baltimore typically. And I watched several plays where the Ravens literally put four players on an assignment to take Brown out of specific plays. They had a linebacker drop underneath for the slant route. They had a safety shadowing down low. The cornerback was playing over the top, and they even rolled over the other safety to his side as well. It was incredible. That's the kind of player he was. He could change the way defenses approach the offense, and it opened up things for the other side. So it was players like Martavis Bryant, last two years, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, the, the list goes on of players that Antonio Brown has opened up, has opened things up for on the opposite side of the field for him because he is just that good. But at the same time, I asked myself, who are they going to miss in the short term? That's, I go back and forth. James Conner, phenomenal season. He played 
amazing football, but at the same time, both of his seasons have been both of his seasons in the National Football League have been plagued by injury. Knee injury in two in his rookie season in 2017 ended his year early. Last year, high ankle sprain against the Chargers. He had to sit out until week 17 against the Browns. Le'Veon Bell was up was hurt as well. But at the same time, James Conner, in terms of the short term, who do I miss? Well, yeah, that's that's tough. Antonio Brown. Juju Smith-Schuster played well. This is where it becomes pretty clear-cut for me to answer the burning question, and that is Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, who do they miss more? Based on who they have behind this player is the easy answer for me in the short term, and that's Antonio Brown. As much as I literally threw up in my mouth watching him introduced as an Oakland Raider today, not because he's with a new team, but because of the things coming out of his mouth, watching videos where he goes to Derek Carr's house and they're embracing each other. And, oh, oh gosh, spare me. Blech, puke. Disgusting. Uh, it, just, oh, it just leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. The way that he left, oh, my, it's, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but for the player that he was when he showed up was that now the Steelers have a huge void to fill. If they go into next season with James Conner one, Jalen Samuels two, and pick up another running back in the draft, they'll probably be okay. But at the same time, Antonio Brown's gone. You have Juju Smith-Schuster. You have second-year player James Washington. You have Ryan Switzer going in his third season. He's finally going to have a whole offseason to hopefully be utilized in a better way than he was last year. And we know now that Eli Rogers' contract told into 2019, so he's not a free agent. He's actually back with the Steelers. But that's it. That's it. It's almost like Juju Smith-Schuster... James Washington's a super unknown. And then you've got two Smurfs battling it out for the slot receiver position. They need help at receiver. It's not as simple, and it's a different position. I understand that. The running back position is pretty much a, a solitary position. You have one player. A wide receiver, it's almost like they all work together. They're their own cohesive unit, and they need each other to succeed because, like I said, Antonio Brown drew attention so that Juju Smith-Schuster could get a one-on-one -on -one matchup. They're going to need help. Now, they've already targeted a couple players in free agency. Nothing has happened on that end. Uh, Tyrell Williams was someone that they had talked to, but he signed with the Oakland Raiders. Go figure. And now the Steelers are still searching for a potential free agent, and I guarantee you they're going to draft a wide receiver. Something that Lance Williams and I talked about at length on our show, The Standard is a Standard, though, is if we're going to give the Steelers any leeway in terms of drafting, it will be at the, be at the wide receiver position because this team has proven that they can draft that position well. So I know a lot of fans out there might sit there and think, oh my gosh, I, I just don't know. We're going we're gonna to put this in Kevin Colbert's hands. You have to. You have to at this point. And if there's one position that I would say, you know what, Kevin Colbert, I trust you, man. Go out, do what you do. We trust that you're going to get the job done. It's wide receiver because he's done it so many times. So the Steelers now have 10 draft picks in the upcoming draft after they traded Marcus Gilbert, after the trade for, with uh, the Raiders for Antonio Brown, 10 total draft picks. It's going to be interesting, but I personally believe that the 
player they're going to miss the most is going to be Antonio Brown. Not that they won't miss Le'Veon Bell's versatility. He was in every down back. I think they would be very wise this year to alleviate some of James Conner's touches by putting Jalen Samuels in on third downs in passing situations. Uh, he's better route runner. He's a better um, H back to, so to speak, tight end slash H back slash tailback slash. He's like a Swiss army knife as Mike Tomlin used to call players that can do mul play multiple positions and have multiple skill sets. He's that guy. And if they put him in there, it's going to alleviate some of that pressure on Connor, hopefully keep him healthy. And then it will be more of a one, two punch because that one, two punch, I don't think they're going to miss Le'Veon Bell as much as Antonio Brown. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day. Couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba casino. Chumba, Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com That's ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So right now, if you are in the live chat, I'd like to know what you think. I know a lot of people have been answering um, as we go, um, but a lot of times people are wondering you know, exactly you know, what everyone else is thinking. Now, this is also a chance for you, the listeners on YouTube, live on YouTube, to ask questions as well. So as they start filing in, we'll definitely, I'll definitely answer as many as I can. And hopefully we'll be, be able to, you know, we'll get some discussion going here. So right off the bat, Crazy Chris, he's been in the in the live chat before. I recognize his name. He said that the Steelers should go out and get Eric Berry. Now, if you didn't know, Eric Berry, the Kansas City Chiefs, was recently released, and that's a big name. It's a big-name player, but you have to ask yourself, do the Steelers need an aging safety, and if so, do they want one that is ridiculously injury-prone? Because Eric Berry, two years ago, tore his Achilles and was out for the year. Last year, they called it a heel injury. Anyone that knows anything about sports medicine knows a heel injury after an Achilles injury typically means that there's some re-aggravation of that Achilles. They He did come back and play, but he was never really the same player. I personally, from a health standpoint, am not touching that with a 12-foot pole. There's a reason why the Chiefs released him. You don't just release a player like that. I'm sure they were trying to trade him. They didn't have any takers. That should be telling. I understand it's a big name, and I understand that people... Steeler fans want that splash. They want that player that they can say, yeah, we lost Brown, and yeah, we lost Bell, but we have that guy. If you're looking for that, number one, you're following the wrong football team. But number two, I don't think Eric Berry is that guy. So that's just my own take. If, you, if people think that he's healthy and that he's the Eric Berry that we know can be, I, I don't know. Um Let's see here. Oh, someone asked, what do I think about Anthony Ciccolo signing? Uh, well, today, as it happened last night, was a report. And that was, uh, this today was verified as the new league year. It, by the way, quick aside, it is hysterical to me that and they have no choice. But the NFL, because of their stupid tampering days that they allow, it totally crushes the first day of the league year. The first day of the league year at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time was awesome. It was a feeding frenzy. It was literally 
news was just going berserk at this time of players that were traded, rumors that were swirling. It was amazing. Now, all that happens two days prior, and then all that all the today was was a formality. It was Antonio Brown lying through his teeth in front of the Raiders media. It was the Steelers saying, oh my gosh, we traded Marcus Gilbert. No crap, we've known that for a week. And they can't say it because they they have to they have to wait for the new league year, but at the same time, this is when they announced that we've they signed Anthony Ciccolo and Jordan Berry to two year contracts. And all I can say is why, 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 why? Now I got a I got a text message from my boy Lance Williams, co host on the Standard is a Standard, and said, "What are your thoughts?" on Jordan Berry being re-signed. And all I said was, don't get me started. And he said, I want to get you started. I'm going to try to contain myself. I don't understand why the Steelers would tie themselves to Jordan Berry for two years. If you're going to give this guy anything, you give him a one-year deal, and you say, you got to prove it. And we're going to bring in competition at training camp. And if the person out, out kicks you, you're done. You signed him a two-year deal. It doesn't make any sense. This guy is not that good. Everything that he was labeled as being, you know, the person that if you give him a short field, he's going to pin you inside the 20. He did a decent job at that, but this guy's way too inconsistent. For as inconsistent as uh, Chris Boswell was this year, Jordan Berry was equally inconsistent. The only difference is, is that Jordan Berry's misses don't equate to automatic points going off the scoreboard. So, for instance, if Chris Boswell makes a few kicks, that's six points that could be on the board. Jordan Berry shanks a couple punts. You're just giving up good field position, and sometimes, maybe not all the time or some of the time, the Steelers' defense might be able to bail him out. So have that to think about. Jordan Berry, I couldn't stand it. Anthony Ciccolo, he had one and a half sacks last year. He's had seven sacks total in his career. I, I haven't seen the numbers. And, and maybe they were, I'm trying to think of Simon, my, my number two on the site, if he actually released those numbers yet or not. Haven't seen the numbers or how much this is worth, but if they're paying this guy any significant sum of money, what a waste of money. I feel like Ola Adinye, even as a young second-year player, would bring more to the Steelers' defense as a pass rusher than what Anthony Shaquillo could do now here's a here's a kicker this article is going to be published tomorrow on behind the steel curtain somehow simon chester of behind the steel curtain.com found out that the patriots actually offered chicolo a a contract and he turned it down to stay with pittsburgh i'll say that again that the new england patriots liked anthony chicolo so much that they offered him a contract and he turned it down to stay with pittsburgh now, i'm not sure what his sources are but as vodka drinker in the live chat says, he's a special teams guy. That's fine as long as the payment was a special teams payment. I'm not paying a ton of money for a guy to run down the field and watch players kneel kickoffs for a touchback. Just not going to do it. Uh, it's it's just one of those things where I don't understand why the Patriots wanted him. I'm not sure why the Steelers wanted him. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I thought that Marquise Pouncey and Ramon Foster were really smart, really good decisions by the team. This one, not so much. So I know there's a lot of people, and there's people in the uh, 
in the live chat that really like Chicolo. They said when he's in the when when he's in, he makes plays. I see a whole lot of the other stuff going on. Um, Barry's in the top three punters in franchise history. Well, in Mike Tomlin era, this is from Antonio Brown, who I didn't know was a fan of the show. Um, in the Mike Tomlin era, he's had awful punters, absolutely awful punters. So that's not really saying much. Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay, a lot of people are saying this. One guy said if uh, if you had traded Chicolo to the Patriots, it would have been a trade if he would have taken their contract. He's a, He was a free agent. A lot of Bud Dupree talk right now, um, saying that the Steelers have kept Dupree at the fifth-year option so far. There's still time for them to redo a contract. Uh, he's under contract right now. They did pick up his fifth-year option, so he's on the hook for, I think, $9.2 million this year. Uh, he's certainly... They certainly could say to him, hey, let's let's do a deal that's like three years. Let's do a three-year deal, get you on a new contract. We'll lower the salary cap hit this year and next year, give him a signing bonus, all that good stuff. And hopefully he would say, yeah, that sounds good. You lower your salary cap. You're not paying him that much because he hasn't been that productive. Um, I think that Dupree is improving. It'll be really interesting to me while we're talking about Dupree and Chicklow as outside linebackers. With Joey Porter gone, Keith Butler is in charge of the linebackers, the outside linebackers again. It's been a long time since we've seen Keith Butler coaching linebackers. That was it goes back to the Dick LeBeau era. And I would be curious to see what their production's like. Let's say it's great. What if Dupree and Watt both have double digit sacks? Now that's I know that's wishful thinking. But let's say it does happen. My goodness, what would that say about Joey Porter as a coach? Think about it. And Joey Porter's worked with all these guys one-on-one. Couldn't get any type of production outside of TJ Watt just working his tail off. And then Keith Butler goes back down there and says, I got you guys. We'll figure it out. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but it'll be something to watch this upcoming season. Uh, Someone brings up Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson is... The cornerback that the Steelers signed, I believe that happened, I guess it was yesterday. Look, at people that want to know about Steven Nelson, I spoke to Pete Sweeney, who's the editor at Arrowhead Pride, which is the SB Nation Kansas City Chiefs website. Phenomenal website. Us, them, a couple other sites, particularly the top five sites in the, on the network. So they have a lot of people there. A lot of fans trust them. And he said that basically... It wasn't until this past year that they got it, that he really got a chance to show himself and what he can do. And although he did give up some big plays, that defense was not good. He labeled him as, and this is as a, as a chiefs fan that is, has a player that's leaving, you know, he doesn't have to sugarcoat this. And he said that he thought he was a bright spot on a defense. that didn't have many. He thought he was an improving player. He definitely is a very physical player. Sometimes to the point where it's a detriment can get a couple can get some pass interference calls. But other than that, he had four interceptions, 15 pass breakups in his first year as a full-time starter. I would say that as of right now, he is the penciled in starter across from Joe Hayden. And so Joe Hayden and Nelson would be your one and two. You'd have Hilton as a slot. You have Cam Sutton as a four, maybe Um, Artie Burns, I don't know what their plan is for him. If Well, they're definitely not picking up his fifth-year option. But I think cornerback's also a position they might target in the draft. So it's going to be interesting to see 
um, how they go in that route. I, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to watch film on Nelson, so I, I don't know too much. I know there were some Chiefs fans that came over to our site and kind of gave some insight, and they were talking about how sometimes he struggles to locate the ball. One of them called him Mr. No-Look because he couldn't locate the football. But at the same time, welcome to Pittsburgh, where defensive backs can't intercept the ball. They can't intercept the ball, period. So he gets $28 million in his three-year deal. People were wondering, is this another Mike Mitchell deal, or is this going to be something that actually pays off? The one thing I can't stand, and I know I don't, I hate calling out writers, but Mark Caballi said this for The Athletic. He said his narrative was the Steelers have been active in free agency, but maybe that's not a good thing. And so he went back in history, and recent history, in the history under Mike Tomlin, and talked about when the Steelers were active in free agency and what that means and how they performed. Look, they could all be crappy signings until you get one that's really good, and it works out. Maybe that's this guy. I don't know. You want to point back to Ladarius Green, sure. That's fine. But at the same time, if Steven Nelson pans out and is a really good player, you're looking at everything differently. So I hate the, well, they've never done this, and so it's going to continue. It could continue, but at the same time, it couldn't. So there you have that. Um, all right, so let's go here with... Um, yeah, someone said about the secondary, vodka drinker says in the secondary, you have one of these... You have one of these situations where they're they're looking at um they need some ball hawks. I don't know if they need ball hawks. I just want them to find players. They have 10 draft picks. First and foremost, package these things up. Move up if you want. It doesn't have to be in the first round. Let's say in 20, you take someone like Devin Bush. I'd be happy with that pick. But at the same time, you're looking okay, second round, maybe we can take one of those thirds, maybe a sixth, maybe a seventh package that together let's move up let's try to get someone else that we think could be playmakers this year that's the key for me i'm i've said it before on this show say it again i'm sick of seeing i'm really sick and tired of seeing projects i'm sick of seeing the raw athlete that just needs to be polished up a little bit i want to see guys get brought on board that are legitimate nfl ready players and you find those typically on Rounds one and two, day one, early day two. They can get some of those guys. You got to be aggressive. Got to be aggressive. So. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's see here. All right, here we have, um, hey, Jeff, what free agents do you want the Steelers to sign? Oh, there's been a lot of talk so far. I mean, they're interested. All the reports are that they're interested in a receiver. Talked about that earlier when I talked about Antonio Brown. Um, Chris Conley is one uh, that someone's brought up, the former Chiefs wide receiver. Surprisingly, Golden Tate's still out there. Here's the thing about Golden Tate. And that's someone that when I was talking to, I was talking to Dave Schofield the other day. He brought up, um, he brought up the fact that, you know, 
it's a golden taste to out there. He sent out that tweet that said Steelers and had that emoji where he's kind of holding his chin like, hmm, I don't know. Do they really need another smaller, shifty wide receiver? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Golden Tate to me, and I watched him in college because if I watch college football, I typically will follow Notre Dame because they're always on TV. Um, I don't watch a lot of college. I remember him at Notre Dame. And I remember thinking, this guy's like a Heinz Ward type. Smaller, crafty, physical, breaks a ton of tackles. If they went out and got Golden Tate, I would not be angry. Not at all. But at the same time, I'd also wonder, I hope they're still targeting a receiver. Maybe it's like Akeem, I think it's Akeem Butler um, from Iowa State that a lot of people have been mentioning and linking with the Steelers. He's a big guy, fast. I hope they still target someone. It's a, they, I've, I said this last week when I talked about free agent, who should they go after? I said, you know, the team needs, I did another episode on that. There's certain positions that you need to go after free agent and free agency as well as in the draft, and wide receiver is one of them. You need to get a wide receiver and free agency, and you need to get one in the draft. I said the same thing about a cornerback. They've already gotten their free agent cornerback. They should still go after one in the draft. Inside linebacker, at this point in free agency, I'm not really keen on anyone that's out there. If you can bring back LJ Fort, hopefully they try, and then you go out and draft someone. Like I said, like a Devin Bush would be, I think they'd be good. I think they'd be good. So, so far, they're actually, we're, we're moving things in the right way. And Heath says, Heath Henry says, Tate's numbers are not impressive. He's had a couple off years. And you look at it, he was in Detroit for a while. He went to the Eagles last year, but never really fit in that system. I feel like if you get him in Pittsburgh, they'll be at a, Ben, ben Roethlisberger has made, a lot, a lot of, well, he's made a lot less look a lot better. I'll put it that way. And Golden Tate's a good receiver. So for me, I think that, I think he could be a guy to go after. Okay. Cecil asked, will Juju Smith-Schuster get 10 touchdowns this year? I'm going to say yes. And if I were to say, the, if you were to put the the over-under line on his touchdowns at 10 um, I have a hunch. I, I, I'm going to say over. I think his yardage might go down, but I think his touchdowns might go up. So I'm going to say that I think he will have 10 touchdowns. I might say 11 would be good. I think he's going to come out. I, I think this whole Antonio Brown thing is going to really motivate a lot of people. It's going to motivate Ben Roethlisberger big time. Ben Roethlisberger wants to prove that it doesn't matter who he's throwing to. He can make them look good. Even though he's been in the league for years, he's done it for years. Antonio Brown was a product of Ben. That's what he's thinking, and he wants to prove it. And Juju Smith-Schuster wants to prove that he can carry the load. So I think, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, a lot of people like uh, Ron Chess. Uh, he likes Steve Nelson. I, I, I haven't seen much of him. All right. Brian Delaney says Paris Campbell, 2019 draft for wide receiver, need a burner. He can stretch the field. I'm not familiar with him currently. I said, I'm not going to lie to you and try to make something up. But in terms of the question of, would do we need someone that can stretch the, stretch the field? The Steelers do need someone that can stretch the field because Switzer, Rogers, uh, Smith Schuster, although Smith Schuster's had two 97 yard touchdowns in two years, he's not a burner. He's not going to take the top off. So yeah, they do need to target someone like that. So I wouldn't be shocked if this, if that, if Campbell was that type of player, 
I'm not sure what round you're thinking, but absolutely they need someone that can take the top off the field. All right, so a few more before we call it um, we call it a show. He says Switzer's like Tate. Uh, they need an A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's another receiver that's going to be out there from Ole Miss. He's a very strong-willed individual, we'll put it that way. He's the one that labeled himself as the best wide receiver in the entire draft class. He's not shy about his talent. I'm fine with that, but at the same time, don't think that this Antonio Brown thing has possibly stained the Steelers' view of how they might view receivers. And I wouldn't blame them. Uh, at the same time, you look at it and say, I, I'm not sure if that's where they, where they want to go. Um, uh, okay, so a lot of people are talking about a lot. Oh, here's someone said, what, what about a drafting a tight end with Jesse James? You know, we talk about Le'Veon Bell leaving. We talk about Antonio Brown being traded away. Um, it, Jesse James went to Detroit. No one's talking about that. My gut instinct is is Jesse James is most known in Pittsburgh for the fumble against New England. Um, doesn't really have any other highlights. He was just your average run-of-the-mill tight end. Showed up every day. Decent blocker. Good pass catcher. No yards after the catch. But you know what? He got paid handsomely in Detroit, so good for him. I don't think they're going to draft a tight end early. I could see them drafting a tight end, though, at some point throughout the draft. So, um, Jermaine asks, who do you think will wear number 84 next year? Will the Steelers just burn the jersey? Um, yeah, it's interesting. If you would have asked me last year, when James Harrison worked his way, I'm sorry, two years ago, when James Harrison said, I'm getting out of Pittsburgh. I'm done. Screw you guys. I was like, man, there, there's no way they're going to give 92 to someone. And next thing you know, Ola Adenye, number 92. There's certain players that the Steelers say, hey, you can have any number, not having this one. Like, for instance, um, pretty sure no one's worn 86 in a long time. Um, trying to think if anyone's worn 43 in a long time. Um, and so you have all these, so these numbers that are kind of like unwritten rules. You don't... It'll be interesting to see what they do with number 84. I if I'm if I am a young receiver, I don't want 84. Give me any number. Give me 13, even though that's James Washington. Give me 14. We'll go Derek Moy on you. <laughs> Derek Moy. That's a blast from the past right there. Um, I'll take any number, but I don't want 84. I don't want to be synonymous with that number with a player that used to wear that basically because of the reputation he left wearing that number so i wouldn't be shocked if it's not so much the team but the player saying no thanks don't want that at all so all right here you have a lot of news a ton of news and all i can say is that i tried to, i tried my best to get to as many questions as we could there were a lot of questions we have 115 people in the live chat right now that number keeps going up i appreciate everyone that's checking us out if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go to YouTube, search in the search engine, BTSC Steelers Radio, and subscribe. Share it with friends. If you know someone that's a Steeler fan, man, send them a link and say, hey, check these guys out. Because I guarantee all three shows that we run on YouTube, the standard is a standard, this show, and the Steelers preview, which will be on tomorrow night, you'll enjoy it. But I don't want to mention, I can't not say, also follow us on our audio platforms because there's two shows there that you don't get on YouTube. That's Lance Williams, Yeah, I Said It Show, which, believe it or not, is our most popular podcast. It's only about 10 to 15 minutes long, 
but Lance goes and dives into the toughest and the those topics that you don't want to talk about. That's my best way to describe it. He says things that people don't want to talk about. They think it, but they don't want to say it. He says it. So check that out, as well as the Steelers hangover with Brian and Tony, uh, where they talk about everything Pittsburgh Steelers related. Five episodes a week, folks. You can check them all out. Do it. I appreciate it. So for me, I thank you all for your time, for spending some time. It's It's been a, a really weird free agency so far. There's been some highs. There's been some lows. We all puked when we saw Antonio Brown in the silver and black. So stick with us. And BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers related. With that said, signing off tonight. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Steelers Burning Question. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.